It's us. Hey, it's Danger hey, podcasting people. here. We're podcasting here. We got some. We got some songs to discuss. We got some things to say. We got some love to spread. Everybody, I hope you're yeah, doing we well. Songs old and new. Yes, yes, yes. Very new and quite old. So old, right? Ten years ago. It's it's like when when Twitter was like me in 2010 versus me in 2020 or whatever. This is this this, but in one episode. Ah, that's right. That's so right. Well, okay, green room talk. <laughs> well, I had a really great day. I like I met like I'm met so happy for you. That I met with a friend and then I met with another friend. It was like good weather. I'm super tired, but I'm like filled like with love. It's like I'm I'm feeling amazing. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, we're in the city over here. Yeah. I I have not like gotten anything like real done in sure. a while which is whatever but i'm also excited to like see friends tomorrow so that's there's something to look forward to and that's good yeah but you're like you're already living with uh you already totally moved into a new place yeah, right i totally did you low-key just did that and like low-key did that yeah, yeah. you and probably don't have a lot of stuff so it was like one car ride or something yeah 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 and i like don't live far away from like where i used to live before and right. my parents still live there, so I just left a ton of my stuff there that I don't need. Makes sense. Are you in the city now, or are you still in the outside? I'm in the city, baby. Damn. I'm a city boy now. Wow. Now, immediately, I, I, I imagine, like, wild jazz playing in the background, and you having a fedora <laughs> on, and, like, a trench coat, and you go, like, through, like, you know small alleyways yeah yeah i'm like i'm walking through the city and the inner dialogue it's playing in my head is like erlangen is the <laughs> fifth character of the show uh, it, it's a city that has personality that has flair that yeah the, the city of i don't know city and you're, of you're, or whatever you're flipping a coin and you immediately picked up smoking as yeah <laughs> of course well people um as you know, if you're a Sufjan fan, you checked out the uh, these uh, Spotify page of his, or the band mm -hmm. page of his, or the Apple Music page of his. There's a new song. We have a new song, and this one, my friends, oh friends, dear friends, this is a this is a like I've I've called people I haven't talked to in a while to tell them to check out the song. <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> no, it was like I remember I. I mean, we're still we're still buddies, but I remember my friend Nathan uh, really loved uh, Vesuvius ten years ago. Mm -hmm. So I was like, "Yo, big news, my guy!" Because because Myra Niche brings it back with a vengeance. He's back. He's back at it with the music. So do we do we go chronologically through my Rajnija? What do we do? Do we like do a speed round where we where we just say our innermost feelings about the song? How do you want to go about this? Um. Yeah. Let's. Let's just talk about it, you know, free, free, uh, th that, that classic Age of Pods irreverent take on Sufjan's music that we deliver every week. Sure. Yeah, I mean, the song rules, we all know it. It's, uh, it's, it makes a nice little companion piece with America, because it's also, like, ten, ten minutes and change. Um, yeah, also unnecessarily, but... Yeah, a little bit. I feel I like... I mean, it has movements, these... but the last one, like, last one is not really... I mean, you skip the song after six minutes, realistically, right? Yeah. To listen to the start sort of... again, because the start is so <laughs> damn good. In the middle. 
Yeah. Yeah, once it sort of peters out, you can kind of. I mean, it's on. like it's like with America that it ends on um on an ambient instrumental, but I do like the like trumpet instrumental at the end where it's like. Bah, 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 oh bah, yeah. Bah. Oh yeah, that's, that's like super fun. That's a big callback also to. Uh, it's not so impossible. Yeah. Da, 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 which is also a trumpet, I think. Maybe. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I think so. This is like synergizing like the big Sufian energy of Terry and Lowell and Age of Arts and like his best like folk melody writing yeah. and lyrics writing and like electronics writing and symphonic writing in planetarium too with that oh uh, yeah the robot voice true kind of jupiter vibes Mm -hmm. i still have no planetarium so i can't comment on that but (laughs) but it's also like like the beginning part where it's like you know quiet piano stuff and he has like that that voice i don't know how to describe it that's but not- that reminded me of tonya harding a lot like the the what version was that the tonya harding in d major version that also that like the one that is more like has more like electronic parts or the yeah you know, not the not the not the acoustic version but like that the, the way he's singing and the chords in it and and the whole sound of it reminded me of tonya harding which is a song that i love uh and then yeah and then the middle part is of course like but it it builds like you know yeah really nicely like once you like it just starts with like the little of the out of vesuvius yeah and that's sort of the glitchy uh chaotic uh, what is that pipe noises but in the beginning that's a that's a guitar no because janos you said piano but i think I heard oh maybe guitar. it's a guitar it I has so. you know you know what i mean it's i know that, what you mean yeah the like that uh, that acoustic chilled out sound i'm gonna listen to the beginning bit so i can judge oh yeah it's a guitar but it's like plucked in a way that uh, that could also be a piano i know what you mean yeah because it's 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 um it's not very the sound is not very open it's like yeah. a very um not damp but but um small somehow yeah 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 it sounds piano the in terms of dynamics mm. so yeah. in a way you were yes. right yes 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 very good very good synergizing it's great minds <laughs> coming together and speaking the truth oh, yeah. okay we're in a flow state we've got a you know yeah we're in equilibrium yeah, yeah we're egalitarian so uh, i forgot to say i forgot to say borat was my rajneesh sorry Go okay. on. <laughs> oh, I, I also have one. I just had no way to organically incorporate it, so I, I also have an unorganic one that I wanna that I wanna drop. It's uh, illumination. I see my need need for speed. That's <laughs> what I have. Nice, <laughs> pretty good. Let's keep this energy up. Yes. So in this song, uh, we have. I imagine I'm imagining a small child, Sufjan Stevens. I don't know if that's why am I imagining him being a child here. I don't know. Maybe because he got his name. What do y'all think? Yeah. Well, this uh, this song is pretty directly about uh, the cult that his parents were in. Let's just call it a religion. The to be the, gru- the religious group. But it I was. A, it a I, I looked yeah. it up, and he wasn't like his parents weren't in, in the Rajneesh cult specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could still be about it. You know, um, right? You think because it like of of the cover of the song, which has Rajneesh on it, just looking like very Rajneesh-like into the camera. Yeah, and the, the song fact being that... called "My Rajneesh." 
the fact that it is called my rajneesh and the cover has the actual guy who went by the name rajneesh is yeah. a is a pretty it's a very subtle hint but if you read between the lines you can you can guess that it might be about him yeah oh the wikipedia article actually says he's a god man that's that's so cool a god man oh it's oh it's 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 a it's a different description of what a guru is okay guru makes okay. sense guru is the term i know yeah he apparently he was known in the late 60s as the sex guru which is uh which is wow. my favorite mike myers movie <laughs> i was about to mention the mike myers movie <laughs> uh the one that ended his career <laughs> yeah great job we love it um, also, uh, references to obviously hallucination in the chorus, but also entheogen, entheogen, which is, uh, another word for psychoactive, uh, natural substances used in religion and, uh, spiritual ceremonies. So, um, so yeah, I feel like it's about, it feels like a, a religious ceremony like that yeah um oh and his name means war which uh sufyan does mean comes with a sword so get your sufyan it comes with a sword um (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i mean just fucking listen to this like i lit a fire and drank off the breath of his kiss my tambourine affirmed by the dance of his wrist mystical star burned right like the tail of a dog and now we are blessed with the righteousness of the lord and it's like so this is a propaganda song isn't it it's like so oh no a oh bit, shit yeah. i've been tricked into enjoying propaganda music <laughs> damn it i thought it was immune <laughs> no because I, I mean on the other hand i don't know i'm i mean i'm me with my western understanding of everything yes when i hear like guru i'm like uh-oh uh-oh so also mm, when I hear like careful. we drank of the breath of his kiss and we affirmed the dance yeah. of resist, I'm also like, uh oh. Mm. But mm. but they were blessed with the righteousness of the Lord, so who am I to oh, judge? That's good. Yeah. I wonder if it's also because he's saying my Rajneesh as in like comparing someone to Rajneesh. So I wonder if it's mm-hmm. really about a romantic encounter that he's using. Uh, this religious ceremony is a metaphor. Mm. You're saying that Sufyan is, is using like religious imagery as a metaphor for a sexual encounter. I know, I know. That's uh, okay. You're gonna have to bear with me on this okay. crazy take here. Yeah. Um, uh, but yes, I I think that's what he's doing. Although uh, not so much a Christian um, uh, ceremony. In this case but still with the christian imagery of the lion and the lamb and the lord i think that mm, the name true. the name lord for a god i think is from the judeo-christian tradition mm-hmm. a fake, yes. as far as i know do, do y'all say that do you sell a fake when you want to say as far as, a I, fake? As, far as i know master <laughs> <laughs> can i establish that no, here I don't. okay <laughs> i have not said that but i'm willing to okay i hmm. that's a good point because we do say lol or lol we do say that yeah and we could say laugh out loud or actually just (laughs) you know (laughs) good good impression yeah (laughs) but it it is interesting how sometimes you just say an acronym if you want to um i I just wanted to hit you with this information from the genius which uh says as this song was written the carrie and lol era which focused a lot on the state of oregon it is probable the song references 
Rajneeshpuram, a religious and spiritual settlement in Wasco County, Oregon in the 1980s. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh, the inhabitants of Rajneeshpuram followed their spiritual reader Rajneesh devoutly. The Rajneeshes looked to their leader for spiritual and sexual awakening. The mm-hmm. Rajneeshpuram citizens and leaders were responsible for the largest bioterrorism attack in US history. Oh. Now, this, ah. this last sentence is oh. just dropped with no context. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I don't think this is something that is referenced in the song at any point. No. And it, it does say but, this has three contributors. So my theory mm-hmm. is that the first contributor just gave up, wrote up the information that, um, that I didn't even read because it just says that it's the B-side to America and when it was released. Then the second contributor wrote up all this part about Rajneeshpuram, and then there was one guy who had an axe to grind against uh, <laughs> against this uh, this religious settlement. So they had to write in this. Uh, now, how now? We we now need to find out what what they mean with uh, eco terrorism, because for all we know, this could just mean that they were like freeing yeah. chicken or whatever. So there is a link to this article from slate.com that's called the secrets in the source bioterror at the salsa bar uh, mm-hmm. what is bio about it in early september 1984 a woman stood in front of the taco time salsa bar in the dallas or uh, in the dales oregon <laughs> not or holding a small plastic bag filled with light brown liquid quickly and furtively she squirted the solution into the salsa bucket and poured a little into the salad dr- into the salad dressing the largest bioterrorist attack in the united states history had begun what is happening? Well, I don't know. What <laughs> so was the liquid? What? Pepsi Max into the, into the salad bar? Like, did they, did they, I just want to know, did they poison people? Because then we can, we can say, I'm um, yikes and move on. Or like, I'm trying right. to find the information, but this is of course written in that clickbait way where you have to read to, for the entire uh, article to get what yes. the point is. All right. I've got, I've got Rajneesh Puram, uh, role in 1984 bioterror attacks. Yes. Uh, in 1984, Sheila Silverman coordinated an attack alongside Ranish Param citizens to infect the salad bars of at least 10 restaurants in the county seat of Wayasco County with, salmon- with salmonella Ugh. Uh, in an Ooh. attempt to incapacitate the voting population of the city so that their own candidates would win the 1984 <laughs> Wasco Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> yeah. That's wild and kind of funny. <laughs> it's a pretty good story. Uh, local residents suspecting Rajneesh Param to be involved in the poisonings turned out in droves on election day to prevent them from winning any county positions. Five. The Rajneeshis eventually withdrew their candidate from the n- November 1984 ballot, rendering their plot unsuccessful. So, uh, yeah, 751 people uh, were infected, 45 were hospitalized, there were no fatalities. Okay. I mean, it's a, you gotta hand it to these eco-terrorists, but it's <laughs> a mild terror attack. <laughs> <laughs> still a terror attack Scooby-Doo ass plot yeah what is bio about it well the salmonella in effect yeah <laughs> okay. the disease I guess yeah I had bacteria. that once it sucks I can imagine I got it from a soft serve ice cream in Poland not oh, to God. drag Poland <laughs> Poland Pol- had nothing to do with it was the ice cream good at least yeah yeah it was amazing okay so it was worth it it was worth it I I really don't know what this has to do with this song this is so weird <laughs> I don't think let's anything. just say nothing <laughs> <laughs> i'm not looking at uh looking at hints <laughs> where it says uh 
Stare at the sun to see the sublime, forgetting the light that makes you go blind. So basically, maybe this blind is actually a metaphor for getting salmonella. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and the light is a uh, salad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, actually, the final line is whatever it takes to receive of the light, terror will take whatever it likes. Mm. Ah. Yeah, okay. But there's no other hints, like, just the, yeah, just the mention else. of the word. The only thing is the actual word terror in it, but I, cho- I choose to believe it's confirmed. Okay, but so in the, in the song though, in the lyrics, like we, yes. I think we're like, we're witnessing a, a ritual, an in- initiation ritual, maybe because Sufyan gets his name. That's always an initiation thing. And then, oh, yeah. then there's religious ecstasy and there's like yes. questionable sexuality of the Rajneesh. Oh, um, there, yeah, it's the mm. oh moment. Um, but then what happens? Like second, second half of the song. Like what's going on then? Um, he's just tripping. He's just tripping I mean, balls. Yeah, mm. you know. I mean, yeah. I think the rest of it is just that, uh, just more ecstasy. Um, says I'm on the path of love, saying you stand in the shade to feel it was blessed, obscuring from light the seeds you possess. Um, I got nothing on that mm. one. Uh, I would just uh, hit you with yeah. the genius annotation on the. Let's call it chorus, the illumination, I see my need, my niche part. Yeah. Uh, this genius annotator, one contributor, no upvotes or anything, says, the chorus alludes to the deceptive nature of cult practices. While promises of truth and enlightenment, illumination, are given, they are most often falsehoods perpetrated by a charismatic leader who promises to exceed the needs of their followers. Hallucination. Yeah. Well... <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, what what do you think is the? Oh my god! Okay, go on. I I will well, I will you, keep this for later. Well, what do you think is the significance of the Vesuvius interpolation then? Because that's the other sort of piece of this. Yeah, I wanted to ask you all that. Um, Maybe he just noticed yeah, that the melody he had in his hand had was actually from Vesuvius. No, 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 no. It has <laughs> meaning. It has super meaning. <laughs> super. Yeah. Meaning. The I mean, there's a reason it was Vesuvius, gotten... not not fucking we are what you say or whatever mm-hmm. um so i don't little preview for our vesuvius yes. episode in like 10 years um let's uh just quickly why does it I mean, have to be uh, so hard it's a good song i'm not really it's my sure favorite what it part means. of the song <laughs> yeah it's pretty good sufian follow the path Wait, oh, hold on what was it uh, that's oh, a good sh- point oh yeah because he was set on his path there there yeah in the in the snow and here he gets his name and his name is mentioned in vesuvius it's like one of one of two songs that have his name mentioned yeah i think there's something there i think so this could be like hmm. yeah follow me now or follow your death uh in your favor in your favor i don't know what that means in this context in your favor is from this song or from vesuvius from both it's oh. it's the repeating uh lyric there hmm. oh yeah i see okay let's Put that in the back of our minds because I do really want to talk about this annotation. It's, mm. And it's actually earlier in the song where it says, um, I lit a fire and drank off the breath of his kiss, my tambourine affirmed by the dance of his wrist. Now, which of these do you think would get an extensive annotation? Like which of these words or lines? Breath of his kiss. No, it's just the word wrist. Yeah, and tell us about the, the wrist. The annotation is a pic of Rajneesh with a Rolex watch. And the annotation says, Rajneesh had a taste for extravagant watches. In 2015, a Rolex Oyster Perpetual worn by Osho 
which is his other name, I guess, sold at an auction for $40,000. The diamond case were set with diamonds and rubies. The strap alone had around 31 carats worth of diamonds. Now, I don't think this is very relevant to the song. <laughs> I don't think so either. Um, but, but hmm. oh my god, <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> so much unrelated things about this man are in this. Like, nah, it's just they just you know, it's a sexy time and it's also a a, reli- a ceremony. Yeah. I don't want to be like it's not that deep, but like I, do I don't think, think it's, it's no. The thing I mean, is, it's it's it doesn't add depth to it. It's just unnecessary fun facts. Yeah, like, who cares what his watch was like? I I really <laughs> don't think that dance of his wrist is not like because he was wearing an expensive watch on his wrist. It's just it just rhymes with kiss. But the dance, the dance of his wrist. I mean, no, actually, because it says my tambourine affirmed by the dance yeah. of his wrist. So it's more like the, so Sufis clap is is like banging the tambourine. Yeah, and the Rajneesh is maybe like w- w- you know, like waving his finger like to the yeah. beat or something like that. That that's what could be happening. Yeah, but of I course, then uh... his wrist is uh, Rolex clad, <laughs> and then that makes it nice. That makes a nice illumination actually, because it's like the reflection okay. of the rubies and diamonds and the gold. It's very nice in the <laughs> fire, nice. in the light of the fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but can you can you explain to me what is a seed my need? I don't I don't think I understand what a seed my need means. Um, I'm not sure what the word exceed means. Let's see. Yeah, I looked it up. It means uh, agree to a demand, request, or treaty, or okay. assume an office or a position. Okay, so uh, agree to agree to my need. Like I guess like could imagine the same as like, fulfill. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but exceed rhymes. <laughs> It sounds good to say exceed my need. And now, is it like my need is my Rajneesh or is it like, please, my Rajneesh, exceed my need? I think it's the second one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's talking to the Rajneesh, to his Rajneesh. Yeah. Yeah. Please exceed my need. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not a propaganda for cults after all. I don't think so. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be at least critical or reflective of it i don't think it's about how it's cool to be in a cult right there in the name and then next he says i'm a parrot no i'm on a parrot uh-huh i'm on the path of love i'm on a parrot that's animal cruelty oh, uh, <laughs> yeah so you can get off that parrot what are you doing man um, <laughs> did you click on that annotation yes he said something on his tumblr about how i'm on a parrot is it's a play on words of i'm unimpaired which it isn't an extra syllable in there but go <laughs> off i guess um okay let's read this it's a play on words false gods false prophets and false leaders seek power and devotion by use of force and terror disguised as spiritual or political authority which is propagated in such a way to coerce their constituency to blindly step accept restriction and oppression as empowerment and or enlightenment people okay. often like to be told what to do and not to think for themselves, repeat after me. Division, manipulation, and obfuscation never come from a source of love. Be yourself. You're fearful and wonderfully made. And let's be honest, we're all impaired in so many ways. It's a good thing. Nobody's perfect. This kind of sounds like mm. Sufyan is an epic atheist on this one. <laughs> think come on, that's, that's, that's mean. 
that's not that's not what's happening here. But it does. Well, I mean, I think he's speaking from experience, yeah. though, is the thing. So maybe it is a little. It's a similar rhetoric of uh, <laughs> amazing atheism, but um, but yeah. So okay, that gives more insight into this. Is uh, a, yeah. Damn, I'm I'm looking through his Tumblr now. This is wild. But I mean, that's that's <laughs> so interesting to me because, like, listening to the song and l- looking at the looking at the cover of the song, you can really be like, yeah, yeah, dude, my Rajneesh. <laughs> you go, my Rajneesh, and then you read into it, and you're like, oh no, that's <laughs> he wasn't the best best guy. Yeah. Well, again, maybe that's comparing that sort of devotion to a, a false prophet to a lover. Hmm. Something like that, mm-hmm. perhaps. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Maybe that's me. Maybe I'm projecting. Um, it does but, sound like more like and like now that I've read this post and I look at this image of Rajneesh again, um, it, it does sound more like a, an examination of what it's like to be in a cult uh, or like to be taken by a charismatic figure, and you know. And have you all ever been taken by a charismatic figure? Um, <laughs> uh trying to think um i mean there are people i was friends with who like i tried to act cool around uh who later just turned out to be absolute assholes so like i mean i guess in that sense but not like a a guru i did know a religious leader who was like super charismatic and uh like when he was when he was doing um his speeches or whatever it's called in christian churches yeah sermons sermons yeah but then like if you hang out hang out around him for a while it turned out to be a little like kind of shitty so Mm, it's never fun yeah anyway i was gonna mention no oh go on no i was thinking about it and not really but i um now looking at this picture again this is this gaze is like very uh is familiar to me like I know people who who are like have this like this powerful gaze mm-hmm. like I can I can feel it mm-hmm. even through it just being an image you know and I think that's like a, like a very that's a skill but it's like a very powerful thing that you can have and like can use to manipulate people yeah. and I, I, I yeah this this rings like familiar to me somehow then again I mean Jesus was was like that probably this is yeah. This is just a, this, this is just a, a thought I had like yeah. <laughs> yeah, earlier because like um you don't wanna you don't wanna witness gurus maybe while they can like still fall from grace you know yeah you don't mm, yeah. you hate to see Never it meet your heroes and like with Jesus that's good because we yeah that's <laughs> we don't know. yeah but that was kind of gonna be my point when you mentioned the Jesus right. thing that um and I think also like. The historic like historicism perspective is also like how when today someone is i think it's much more suspicious when today someone is uh the the charismatic spiritual cult leader because now there's it they clearly uh try to like they, they clearly fit into a pattern and they're mm-hmm. they're doing what many others have come uh, who came before are doing so it's much more easy to like cynically just just do that and uh, take advantage of people and i guess it was more difficult in jesus's times but also like christian doctrine also will say that jesus is the son of god so it actually legitimizes it so i don't know Mm -hmm. i don't know where i'm going with this but like even you know even prophets in in the old testament uh 
I don't know. Maybe I'm also just part of the. I also just believe in the propaganda where I when I say that a modern day guru is more suspicious than Jesus was. I don't know. Mm, yeah, and by now it's like so long ago. Does it? Does the historical Jesus even matter? And I don't know the answer to that. Like, isn't like the love that is like projected to him? or to be said to go through him to you real in that it is felt and is it maybe not interesting mm -hmm. if if jesus was just a bad rajneesh well i mean i think uh as a group when a religious group um like continues past generations and generations uh the leaders are going to be deified i mean um if you look at like mormonism mm -hmm. uh Joseph Smith was like a straight up con man, um, <laughs> but now he's, you know, because over time, right, like generations of this same group, uh, you know, bring their teachings down to generations, um, uh, we forget that. And they, you know, it's like, why would you really want to talk about how, you know, he was manipulative and uh, his wives all hated him and, you know, all that. Stuff. Right. So. All right something to think about yeah it seems like defying people is not a good good call hmm. yeah almost huh mm. hmm. that's an interesting yeah almost as if uh glorifying very charismatic people and putting them on pedestals is um uh just a blanketly bad idea hmm. <laughs> maybe 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 food for thought people yeah think mm. about it write us in with your takes on this bon appetit <laughs> yeah um yeah fuck man great song though like it's so fucking good great song how is this, this not banger. getting on the album oh right it's yeah, not yeah that's the thing right oh that's right i forgot about that yeah this is yeah, not this a, is this just is not a b side a preview this is a b side so it probably like he probably decided that it doesn't fit the album flow or whatever since it's already like 18 minutes long yeah uh, But now, yeah. now this makes me, like, knowing that this is a song he left off the album makes me so excited for the actual album. Yeah. Right, yeah. I hope it can live up to the... The bar has been set mm. here. Um, and maybe, you know, if the album is, like, very different... I mean, it, it follows America pretty well. Yeah. So, unless the rest of the songs are, like, pretty different, um, I, I couldn't like, imagine, like, it wouldn't fit. I feel like this... But 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 I I feel like like I could I could imagine the um, instrumentation of the album being like similar than similar as this song just in shorter chunks like there's the other songs that are all like five six minutes long right. but I could see them being kind of like this like all the entire album because America also felt a bit like fusion between Carrie and Lowell style Sufjan and Age of Art Sufjan uh, and yeah. like with these two songs right. this this really feels like that's gonna be the thing he's going for. Mm -hmm. I hope so. Um, okay, so we've been going for 40 minutes, so mm -hmm. should we still talk about All Delighted People? I guess we can. Do you want to just like, do you want to like do, have this be its own little thing and do... Maybe. Just double up, just do, cover the other songs? We can also just keep going, I don't know. Yeah, we can just, yeah, all in one. Okay, let's... Two podcasts for the price of one. <laughs> 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 Then let's wind back the time. Oh my god, Jan, are you okay? 
No, I just had a weirdest like illumination. It was oh. like there was there was this guy just just staring at me, and his wrist was moving. I mean, that's cool. I just hope it didn't turn into a hallucination. I'm, I'm I think I might have did. Oh no! How's your need? Is it is it exceeded? I already forgot again what exceeded means. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to say no. My need oh, is no. still alive and breathing and normal, and like mostly uh, uh, mostly circling like food, drink, and that's my need well <laughs> you know what <laughs> all good my need is what janos birds <laughs> <laughs> so so i have like the but i no i i think later okay please continue sorry <laughs> no let's talk about the owl and the tenager of the, the album ep all delighted people this is a song about birds yes but what what if and bear with me <laughs> okay because <laughs> i'm really set on the idea that this song is literally about birds as like the animals of birds so <laughs> you're gonna have okay. a very hard time convincing me otherwise no 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 listen listen what if the owl and the teenager <laughs> oh 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 okay that's all i have and mm. i think it would go a little something <laughs> like this <laughs> ooh, ooh. I'm an owl, just I uh, uh, here in this parking lot, um, minding my own business. I'm a teen, and I, I stole a bottle of whiskey from from the liquor store that this parking lot has attached to it. <laughs> Hi, owl. Oh, hey, you uh, person of indeterminate age. Uh, can I get a sw- swig of that there? Hooch. I wouldn't be 16 if I wouldn't give you the opportunity to also have this drink. So here, Owl. What are you two doing there? Uh, oh, shit, shit, shit. Uh, hide, hide, hide the whiskey. Hide the whiskey under your, under your big, fly away, big fly old away, fly wings. Away. <laughs> oh, shit. The Owl left me with the whiskey. What are you, the teenage-looking boy, doing here? I am a person are, are you of... calling me? Are you calling me a size description right now? <laughs> And a gendered and a gendered word description? Are you? Uh, I um, maybe Dad? should I not? Oh no, I'm uh, I'm drunk. I'm an owl. I uh, fly into the uh, cop. We didn't establish that yet, but I'm assuming cop. I flew into the cop's face and I'm pecking him. I'm not a cop actually, <laughs> but oh, sorry. I am well, an expert on birds. You. Peck, peck, peck. <laughs> oh really? And I I'm doing the wing motions in real life. I. Are my eyes deceiving me, or is this an owl? Your eyes are deceiving you, because I'm peck. I peck them out. Peck, peck. Ah, my eyes. Blind. I'm just gonna run, teenager. Run. I'm running away. He's distracted. Yes, I'm running into the nearby forest, drinking my whiskey. (laughs) And that was the owl and the teenager. All right, that's pretty good. I was gonna go for the owl and the manager, but I'm glad. um, I I was thinking of both. I need this report on my desk by five, Mr. <laughs> Owl. Who, boy, you got it, boss. Um, we gotta get this report to the rabbit in the barn, which could be a car. Mm-hmm. A rabbit. According to Genius, yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, I did not know about the Volkswagen rabbit before I clicked on this. No, this is yeah, like. I was, now we do. I know, was still in the improv scene. Oh. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, end scene. End scene. Oh, wow. That was interesting. Mm.
it it never got resolved if uh if the rabbit in that scene was an animal or a car but let's talk about the owl and the tanager mm, very lynchian no uh no resolution <laughs> we will never the the owls are not what they seem but what are they <laughs> yes the owls are not uh, what they seem they are drunk um the song's fucking sad mm. the song makes me it's a bit of a donna big sad uh yeah it feels like a a, a cold hug mm. mm-hmm um, just the extremely minimal uh, instrumentation and the way it builds, and um, yeah, just like that first like little on the piano that always gets me. Yeah, uh, it's tight. It's a good, it's a good song. I like where it is on the album. Yeah, I don't know what my mu- what much else to add after we've to- talked about teenagers so long. <laughs> Although this could be about the teenager, actually. Like, it could be about when Sufjan was a teen. Yeah, there's a, in the an annotation of you little boy, you little boy, it says, yeah. like, and this has 42 upvotes, so people are with it. That is, like... They are loving this. Uh, yeah, the song deals with, like, young queer boy first relationship problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does feel pretty explicitly gay. Uh, you know because he also talks about kissing but also about boys so yeah and if you put those together kissing boy mm-hmm. you have a gay situation <laughs> great job one kiss um, plus one boy yeah. uh, oh is it gay to kiss boys <laughs> is it gay to touch someone inside of their cage mm-hmm. and mm. I've been doing just fine <laughs> yeah um yeah that part's really like that part's really sexy too the uh breathing inside of the range you touch me inside of my cage beneath my shirt your hands embrace mm-hmm. me like come on but, Woof. but yep. what if it, it was touch me inside my johnny cage mm. uh, yeah <laughs> what if yeah, what if it was like that what if it was like that it would be a different alternatively song, it? it could be john cage author of many famous musical pieces such as 433 and others that are also famous i guess apparently <laughs> he also we did shit like famous. he put rubbers into pianos and you know anyway I he also know. got really mad uh that julius eastman uh made one of his songs gay <laughs> okay called him like a <laughs> degenerate great shit mr cage which is unfortunate um I mean, yeah, the song is sad and it uh, it hits. So I, yeah. All right, is that all? <laughs> it's just yeah. It's, it's get, really just I such mean, a downer yeah. song that I have very little to riff on. It's good. It's good as hell. And I like that the song after that is the uh, butt rock version of uh, all delighted people because it mm-hmm. cheers me up a bit more. Yeah. It yeah. It's like. Yeah, you got this big stretch of like sadness, and then afterwards, like, oh, something familiar. Yeah, and uh, and it feels good to. It's like, oh, welcome back. Yeah, it's like it's like when there's a very dissonant chord, and then you know you hit that one note that like really really resolves it. It's like that, yeah. but for emotions. Tension resolution gets me every time. Yeah. Uh, what is? Cut. <laughs> but this is not a good story. I just remembered. My one connection with the bird of Tanager is that when I played uh, the game, 
Nancy Drew and the Hounds of I don't know Ghost Hounds of something, uh, mm-hmm. which is which is like a point-and-click adventure game. And mm-hmm. there's a part where you have to take photos of like six different birds, and one of them is a teenager, but they're only there like in, at different parts of the day. And you have to go through a very complicated maze, but there's and you have a map, but it doesn't show you where you are. So I was just walking through that maze for like hours trying to find that fucking bird. And now you just have an irrational hatred, <laughs> hatred for, for, for the song, yeah, because it reminds you of that experience. Exactly. It it ended with like pulling up the walkthrough. So yeah, I have I no shame in that. When I'm playing a puzzle game, like. Yeah. It no, up. you have to. I like, don't got time. Yeah, like you do. Like after ten minutes, it's just not funny anymore. Yeah, anymore and you look it up. Yeah. Yeah, and there's always like yeah. one thing that you just overlook every time. Yeah. And but you, oh, you thought you did already tested, or like yeah. you, somehow you did it tested wrong, and you didn't check again. And yeah, you know how it is. Adventure games. Yeah, I love adventure games, but they're also but I also hate them. Uh, I really enjoy the Rusty Lake series. Of games and the cube escape oh, in the same company. To... Oh yeah, I, I remember you t- telling me about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. super atmospheric out. and really good story. I'm gonna have to check out the Rusty Lakes. Yeah, yeah. My favorite good. adventure video game is Dreamfall Chapter, which is about the dialectics of enlightenment. Okay, but in a cool oh, way. That's interesting. It's okay. really good. It's from a from a Norwegian studio. Uh, it's yeah, it's. Hmm. It's rad. I think it's really rad. You like have to make a lot of moral decisions and you learn about the dialectics of enlightenment without ever mentioning them. Good stuff. That's fun. Hmm. The only part of dialectics of enlightenment I know about is the culture industry chapter. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst one. I know. It's the worst (laughs) chapter. (laughs) But I'm a media studies person, so that's the one that we have to learn about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I get that. I yeah, I should maybe read the other chapters. It's just Adorno isn't the easiest to read. No, you you'd have to I'd advise you to not read it alone and like have it's like it's like a classic reading group kind of book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did it in an in a uni course and that, that really helped. Yeah. It was like by an old like old sixties radical feminist professor. That's cool. She was nice. Hmm. Yeah. All right. All delighted people. Rock and Again. roll version. <laughs> yeah. All I can really say is that I live. I live for this. Uh, for this fucking electric guitar solo. It's yeah. It's so, so good. nice. Yeah. It's nice. It's, and it's really. Yeah. I, I. I. I really sit there listening to the first part of the song just in anticipation of that. Yeah. Like that's the whole, that's so fun for me it's, like it's so funny because sufian has like electric guitar solos in like three or four songs maximum but they're always very good or electric yeah, guitar think, in general or electric think, guitar in yeah. general yeah it's yeah. like such it right. always shakes up his sound in a very uh, welcome way very much so uh I don't, I don't really have anything else to say about this that we didn't say on our all delighted people yeah. episode yeah. um it's still other good. than yeah i like the guitar yeah. solo i like the big glitchy synth at the end um yeah this song on its own kind of whatever but this song in like the progression of the album mm-hmm. i enjoy very much mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very welcome reprise. Reprise. <laughs> I never know how to reprise-y. pronounce that. I I heard something about how you can say reprise in like a general way. You also you only say reprise when it's theater, mm. mm-hmm. like as a as a like as a number in a theatrical piece or in a, in a musical theater piece. It's or like an opera or whatever. It's gonna be called a reprise. But like in general language usage, you you can say reprise or whatever. Okay. Uh, anyway, good song, good EP. Yeah. 
good EP. Good job. Good, good job, yeah. Sufjan. Well, we're saying good job, but what if we're gonna hate Arnica and Joharia? Impossible. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I heard the songs. I know I like them. Well, <laughs> guess y'all just Unless have I... to wait until next week. Uh oh. You find well, out. Unless someone sticks like an ice pick in my brain between <laughs> episodes, and I just like have completely different taste in music, then no, I mm-hmm. love those songs. All right. Well, this has been. The Age of Pods. I, I don't even think we announced the, the title of the podcast at the beginning. So this is like one of those movies where the title, like there's no title screen, only like just at, only at the very end and then it fades to black. You forget that we have, yeah. a, we have a jingle that includes <laughs> what is coming up. <laughs> we literally no, you should just put this in the... That this is The Age of Pods. <laughs> That's true. Eternal casting no, when you should just die. drop this one in, in, the, in the fucking Who Watches the Watch feed. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> that would be very funny. <laughs> you never said. Because so. we've been getting pretty good numbers on that podcast recently, and everyone unsubscribes when this goes up instead. Yeah, we could. <laughs> hey, now. We could release some sabotage on that one. <laughs> uh, so. This show has been getting pretty good numbers too, so it's fine. Yes. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yes, we're stacking that paper. Yeah. <laughs> that sweet, um, my mattress paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this show is sponsored by my mattress. <laughs> it's famously Rajanish's favorite thing to sleep on. That's right. So until next time. Until next time. Until next time. Oh, Janish, you have a thing. You have a new thing. Oh, you have a new thing too. I have a, I have a new thing. <laughs> yeah, we were both on it. Oh, you have an, you have another new. I thing, have another though. new thing. Yeah, I have a new thing called Fifty Fifty Chess with two former guests of this podcast, Evan and Chess. Uh, it's kind of a game show. And um, when I it's say a lot kind of, fun. of, I listened to it today. That's I, I'm very glad you liked it. Uh, future episodes yeah. gonna be even better because we already recorded two more. Uh, yeah, it's about telling stories, and you have to guess if they're true or not. And then we have another show coming up probably this weekend, uh, which has Jen and Chaz and uh, Alec, who you don't know from any podcasts, uh, and me. And it's called Lynchpin, and it's about watching all the David Lynch movies. And the first episode on Eraserhead is gonna go up very soon. Yeah, that's a bonkers flick. Nice. It's a pretty good movie, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it very much, and I enjoyed talking about it. So, hope you're also gonna enjoy listening to it. Hell yeah. Jan, you got anything you wanna plug? Um, well, no, no, I'm, um, carry on. Just... <laughs> Continue as normal with your media <laughs> consumption concerning me. <laughs> All right. And until at your regular pace. Until next episode. Ideas of strength and style abated by the burning basement.